everyone welcome to the withering effect episode 122 today's date is november 21st 2021 and i am duds or duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs and i'm jimbo you may know me as jimbo slice 23 so what have you been up to this week duds not a lot uh i had a lot of actual work go on this this week so i didn't get a lot of playing time mm. uh, i've done a little bit of fun stuff on my own survival so i've had this ship that was buried in the desert right next to my base and i've always wanted to do something with it and i wasn't sure what to do so on stream friday i decided you know what let's dig it out let's see what this thing looks like as is so dug it out found out it's made by every single wood type possible in a shipwreck Normally, you're only supposed to have two wood types in a shipwreck. Yeah. This one has like four. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Turns out half the ship is on a chunk border. So it ended up rendering two different ships and slapped them together. Wow. Could you tell the difference between the ships when you... Oh, yeah. As soon as you uh, uncover everything, I, I looked at it. I go, what the heck? And sure enough, I hit F3 and G. And where the ship changes is a chunk border. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. And you're like, that's what happened. And there was a chunk issue. But to me, that makes the ship even more special. So now I have to figure out what to do to save it. And I'm not really sure what. I know what you should do. What's up? I wish I could have told you when you were on the stream. But I went to, I went to sleep at like 7 o'clock. I've been falling asleep very early. And getting up yeah. very early because of that. But um. Ship in a bottle, right? Everyone suggested that already. Okay. I was thinking, man, it seems like an obvious. A, yeah, a lot of people suggest that, and that's why I'm not doing it. It is, ah. it is the obvious pick. Okay. So I didn't want to do that. I'm thinking right now of maybe making like a crane type thing that holds it up or something like that. Maybe like an excavation site. I don't know. I did a lot of looking at museums how they display old ships so i'm going to take a lot of inspiration from that okay uh, other than that i have started working on a copper farm for my own survival not one of the giant ones or anything like that i'm taking i found one of my old zombie spawner grinders from early in the season mm -hmm. and i'm just going to revamp it to do copper okay since it, it, it essentially doesn't get used anymore it, for me, it's faster to travel to the end and get XP that way than it is to use that. So at least I can get some use out of it. Mm -hmm. I could see a lot of people doing that with zombie spawners coming up. Mm -hmm. Just because it's, why wouldn't you, you know, to get extra right. copper? And could you imagine if you could get two of them near each other? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. Well worth the converting process. Yeah. Other than that, real life stuff... Uh, Buying car parts again, which is always fun, and also uh, hesitant because of the pounding on the wallet. And then I bought an Xbox. Hey. As I just talked about being worried about spending money, I bought the cheap Xbox, the digital version, mainly because I want to start playing Battlefield again. I know a lot of people are like, but this new Battlefield is broken. But It's like, guys, every Battlefield comes out in a broken state. Give it a month or two, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I might have Battlefield streams unless people are just like, yeah, no, we really don't want to watch you play Battlefield. And then it'll be just a game I play on the side for fun. Yeah, well, it depends how good you are. Actually, if you're not very good, it'd probably be more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I was really good at Battlefield 4, but that was before I was playing Minecraft or anything like that. So all I did was play Battlefield 4. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be any good at the new one. But if I play with my roommate, as some people know, he likes to scream at the TV when he dies. So we might have a rage squad, which might be hilarious. At least it will be for me. I don't think I'll be able to stop laughing at it. A raid squad or rage squad? Rage. Okay. I thought you said rage. My nose is just so stopped up. I, literally all day yesterday. Perfectly fine. I wake up this morning and I can't breathe. Like, it goes from 70 degrees yesterday to 25 degrees this morning in North Carolina. It did that to us. So stupid. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I woke up Saturday morning, and I'm 
I jump on the computer and I'm like, huh, I wonder if Duds is going to stream today. You know, sometimes he streams Saturday morning. <laughs> Not lately. Yeah, you stream Friday night. Yeah, I had moved it to Friday night because with uh, with the COVID restrictions relaxing, I found people are doing more on Saturday mornings. And plus, if I need to do housework and stuff, Saturday mornings is usually a good time to do it. I don't like waiting to do housework. I'd rather do it first thing in the morning so I don't have to think about it anymore. I can actually enjoy my weekend. Mm -hmm. So it, it was easier just to move it to Friday nights. Yeah, weekend mornings is the best time for me to do anything around the house. Yeah. Especially uh, play Minecraft because that's what I did this week. Yeah. I did a little bit of Minecraft. And I'm working on my final video once again. Before I had a few minutes in my video, just like the opening scene, then I, I mm -hmm. went through and I was like, you know what? Season's done. 118's coming out real soon. I know a lot of people were looking forward to my final episode. So I've been watching a little bit more Minecraft, which got me more, I don't know, oh, what, inspired. inspired. Yeah, you said it. Yep. Inspired to go back in there, start playing. And uh, I am actually got the week off from work. It's hunting season, and I do work outside, like in the middle of nowhere. So it's not safe to be out there. You know, people, mm -hmm. you know, shooting at deer or whatever. So I, I'm going to get this week off. It's Thanksgiving week, though. So I should have enough time to finish up a good bit of stuff. I'm going to do as much as I can on the base. Yeah. As much as I can. But uh, me and you did a, a little segment in the video. It was a lot of fun. Didn't it last night? Mm-hmm. I can vouch Jimbo did play. Jimbo did record yes. part of his video. I got proof. I am in the opening scene. And the first three minutes of the video is absolutely hilarious. And it's been my favorite Minecraft content. Oh, nice. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to share it with you. You do have a couple of things uh, or ideas for me to put in there, and I'm going to go ahead and do that. But I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Besides, like building and finishing my, up my base, I do want to have a lot of like editing involved. It's going to be one of those type of deals. And I feel like with this whole week off, me not really having much plans besides Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. I should be able to get all that accomplished the first three minutes of your video is filled with so many edits like people mm -hmm. should be prepared for that yeah yeah it took it took a good bit of time but uh i'm pretty happy with it hope everyone is happy with it and uh hope everyone's happy that i'm actually pushing to get this thing done because i kind of fell off the wagon again i'm like ah you know it's just not into it but uh got inspired again so you didn't fall off the wagon, it backed over you and then drove over you again. Yeah, yeah, like broke broke bones and everything, you know, <laughs> kind of couched. But yeah, I, I feel a lot better. I feel better about, yeah. you know, going in and editing just, I don't know, just overall. Actually, been I've been going back to the gym too, so maybe I was just like in a rut, you know, in a slump. Yeah. But again, yeah, feel better and I hope everyone enjoys the new episode. Should be out later this month. I don't want to give a date because, you know, I, I want to yeah. take my time and get it done. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it for my week. All right, let's have, hop into the news because we've had like five pre-releases since the last time we talked or four pre-releases. There might be a couple more by the time this comes out. <laughs> there might be a couple more. That being said, they're not big pre-releases. <laughs> There's not a huge change in a lot of them. A lot of them are small bug fixes. Uh, the devs have been tweeting this out that their average day literally goes to the bug tracker, picking out a bug, seeing if they can fix it, and if they can, they put it in the pre-release. That's yeah. mainly what the pre-releases have. There's been a lot of little texture updates, fixing pixels and stuff. I think dark oak, like stripped dark oak, is getting darker. Yeah. Because uh, the Java version, uh, stripped dark oak, looks like spruce, just without the green tint. And uh, the Bedrock version is an actual darker color. So that'll be a change in textures for us Java players. Uh, Minecraft now using Java 17. That's going to be kind of a big thing for Optifine and uh, performance mods. I think that's why we got the new launcher too. Well, the new launcher has been out for a little bit. I finally, finally updated to use the new launcher quite literally 10 minutes before we started recording the show. Oh, 
I had continued using the old launcher because when you download the new launcher, it doesn't bring any of your profiles over, which I felt was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but there's a way to do it. Like if you go into your app data uh, file, you know, where your screenshots and you add your mods and everything in there, mm-hmm. there's a JSON file called Minecraft profiles or something like that. And Minecraft profiles, Microsoft store. All you do is copy your Minecraft profiles, rename the copy to Minecraft Profiles Microsoft Store, delete the original Microsoft Store one, and then throw throw your copy in, and it'll move all your profiles over for you automatically. Oh, nice. It literally takes 15 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Zoomavoid did a video on it on his second channel, for anyone wondering. And that's what I did, and sure enough, it works. It He's having issues signing in or getting the game to play with that. And he said his version takes longer to load. My version is actually faster to load than the old one. Yeah. Might just be differences in computers and stuff. Mine takes a little bit of time. Probably similar. I'm starting to think if I even got the new launcher. I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. You'll know if you have the new launcher because it. if you don't, it just keeps giving you pop-ups every time you open it. Maybe I don't. Because uh, if you open the old launcher and you have the new launcher, it'll pop up and say, you understand you have the new launcher. Stop using this old launcher. It is bad. Go back to the new launcher we just gave you. Hmm. I'll have to pay attention more. I do have a pop-up when I open my Minecraft, but I just exit it. (laughs) You probably have the new launcher and don't realize it. Yeah, that's probably what it is. The only other significant update from the pre-releases is that if the bedrock at height zero in a chunk... Uh, was it has any non air wait hang on this is i'm gonna read it exactly how it's worded okay if there is any bedrock at height zero in a chunk new world generation will happen under any non air block at height zero in the chunk now this was explained i i know what it may it sounds it, it sounds difficult to understand it was it's worded in a way that's it's hard to maneuver these words to make it sound. If you dug the bedrock out, mm-hmm. so you go straight to void, when the new terrain gets generated, it still goes straight to void. Exactly. That's what it is. They're, they're not going to fill your hole. That wasn't too hard to explain. <laughs> that was so much easier <laughs> to say yeah. it that way. They're not going to fill the hole for you. Did in less words than the original statement, so... Well, it's technical mumbo-jumbo to cover uh, what they're trying to say, but in general it is, if you made a hole to the void, the hole will stay. Mm-hmm. It should generate around it all the bedrock right. that's around it. At least that's what I am understanding from this and all the snapshot videos I've watched. Yep, that's what I got out of it. Which makes sense. I mean, I guess if you wanted to reset the whole thing, you just reset the chunk in general. I'm guessing, if you wanted to yeah. take that hole out. I couldn't remember if we mentioned this in the last episode or if this came out after the last episode, but Caves and Cliffs Part 2 is releasing November 30th, which is awesome. Carl was kind of hoping it would come out earlier. Normally, we take like two weeks off for Christmas. I think Carl's wanting to take a bit of an extended break for Christmas so he can get caught up. Carl does a lot of work for us guys, Yep, and he's he's becoming behind because he's obviously going back to work with covid uh getting more lax and stuff so he's he's a bit overwhelmed so we definitely want to give carl a little bit of a break and he works too yeah even though we might take a bit of an extended christmas break it's not going to be super long that uh we're gonna try to hop in and do some live streams as a group Uh, maybe decoy will be able to join us in there and stuff and we'll post that on the withering effect youtube channel as a standalone so you're at least still getting us hanging out and talking Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Maybe experience the new 118 before. Yep. You know we uh, we start our SMP. Yeah. For those of you guys who stick around and love Ripple Effect, uh, we are updating for the new release, but we're waiting for Optifine because a lot of the new stuff we want to do next season needs Optifine. Mm-hmm. So once there's a good stable Optifine release, you'll see us start our new season. Yes. Hopefully replay mod is out by that time. It's hard to tell. Hopefully. Replay mod's the part that usually takes the longest. Mm-hmm. I do know Optifine's already 20%. 
ready yeah for the next update and the update isn't even out so good job mm-hmm. really happy about that pretty excited for the new release i know we didn't we're not getting as much as we thought you know this is part mm-hmm. two of the two-part caves and cliffs series you know but uh <laughs> now part three yeah i've kind of you kind of get a we're getting a part three now but uh yeah yeah i'm still pretty excited you know the the caves look great uh generation looks great it seems like a lot of bugs they fixed mm-hmm. mattered you know it's not just too many little things but i i hope the performance is good especially on servers yep you know with all the people running around exploring the world opening up chunks you know got my fingers crossed for that uh should we go ahead and move on to some listener comments uh yeah all right this first listener comment is from mk dogman uh they ask uh hey guys would you want horses to get a revamp if so what would it be and this is a huge issue in minecraft is once you get the elytra all other travel is bleh. Mm-hmm. and we're actually going to be talking about this a bit in the main topic as kind of like a little sidebar but <sighs> i don't know how you could revamp horses to compete with an elytra if that makes sense obviously yeah. speed is a big thing but flying will always be faster that's just how nature of travel works yeah the significance of the horse is you know having that companion that friend you know that travels with you it'd be nice to have some kind of storage on the horse that's what that's exactly what i was gonna say it needs saddlebags i mean we get that with donkeys yeah yeah i mean horses are just kind of nah yeah if you if you want any kind of usefulness you get a donkey with some storage Yep, you got the water obstacle. You know, he can't go across the waters. That's annoying. I mean, they've made that a little bit easier with they'll follow, I think, hay bales and apples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe golden apples. But yeah, that's still an obstacle you have to get around that you don't have to get around if you're flying. Right. The easiest thing would be to make horses fly. But to me, that's that's too much. If you're going to do something like that, you need like a dragon creature or just another fantasy creature to add into the game. Not not revamp horses yeah. that way. That's a change. It's too much. Yeah, or uh, I don't know, evolve the horse into like a Pegasus type of mob. You know, maybe uh, maybe a completely separate mob than a horse. I mean, what about like stage coaches where you could strap like four horses in and have a cart that now holds storage for you? Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I could see a stage coach being something. But now you have to bring in round wheels to Minecraft. Oh no! <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it was too long ago they retextured the horse. Yeah, that was a bad thing. Yeah, I mean it wasn't too great. I wasn't, you know, like oh look at the horse now. You know, this is awesome type of deal. Yeah, I think everyone kind of agreed that the new horse model was like that's a step back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we do have armor for the horse. Is there anything you would? do with the armor i feel like it could be enchanted you know maybe yeah i mean a speed enchantment for the horse armor yeah would be a good fix a leaping enchantment would be a good fix a depth strider frost walker or frost frost walker might actually be better than depth strider because of the mechanic of kicking you off the horse when you go too deep in water Mm -hmm. so having a frost walker mechanic might be a lot nicer yeah, you think it would be like a horseshoe thing. Yeah. We don't have horseshoes yet, but maybe if we had horseshoes. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, we know there's a lot of love for horses in the YouTube Minecraft world right now with Hermitcraft and all that stuff. But honestly, in all honesty, in the way I play the game, they're they're useless. Yeah. At least with minecarts, you can you can set it up once and you just jump in, hit a button, and you can go to La La Land for as long as the ride takes. There's no thought process involved. Yeah. Yeah, horses are good for, like, scenery, you know, some kind of liveliness to the world. Yeah, it's good for immersion. hmm But usefulness in-game is relatively no, uh, low when you get an Elytra. Or, heck, any kind of iron and gold farm, because then minecarts take over. Yeah. And it's not bashing horse gameplay, if that makes sense. It's me personally... Once I have an Elytra, I'm not taking the darn thing off. Yeah, the main thing we're trying to say is horses got revamped when Elytra came out. That's the new horse, you know. 
<laughs> that's the new travel i was wondering where you're going with that yeah. but yeah essentially let's upgrade the horse with giving you an elytra yeah a chanted armor it, it, you were right i think that's the best way it still won't beat an elytra mm-hmm. but it's it'll push the horse further forward if that makes sense yeah it won't be such a bad option at that point Mix things up a little bit, you know, yeah. change the gameplay. Plus, it gives you a chance to have a uh, a horse villager or whatever, a stablesman or something like that. That could be cool. Or if I guess if you just want to use a blacksmith, that could work too, or an armor. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the next question? Yeah. Hope we cover that for you, MK Dogman. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question we have is from Lock On Four. He asks, hey, Duds and Jimbo, how did you get your names? Now, we, we've covered this before, but it's been a while. Yeah. My name, Jimbo Slice 23, it's kind of a knockoff of Kimbo Slice. Mm-hmm. Kimbo Slice was a YouTuber. Uh, I was at work one day, and you know, some of the guys are calling me Jimbo Slice, and uh, kind of stuck. You know, I've got called at for... A little while, you know, some people do, some people don't. Uh, mm. Jimbo has always been a nickname of mine because my real name is Jimmy. You know, people call me Jimmy where I'm at. But Jimbo, you know, I get called that frequently, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. But uh, the 23 is, I'm, I'm, I was born June 23rd. So the, the number 23 has always been like one of my favorite numbers. You know, and then I was a Michael Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, 23's always been around. It's always been one of my favorite numbers, so that's where I come up with the 23. And Jimbo Slice is already taken, apparently. <laughs> I don't know who he is, who they are, but it was already taken, so I put the 23 on there. Yep, nope. I I have the kind of the same issue with my name, but the, the duds part comes from the candy, milk duds. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to be on a trip with some friends and stuff, and we stopped at a convenience store. And for some odd reason, I grabbed a box of Milk Duds. Not anyone's first choice of candy. It was just that day I was craving Milk Duds. And uh, the word dud in American is obviously not a term of endearment, if that makes sense. Right. So they thought my candy choice was a dud, and it just so happened to be Milk Duds. So duds kind of stuck around for a good bit. And the versus part came because my channel originally was going to be me playing several different games. So it would be Duds versus Minecraft, Duds versus Battlefield, Duds versus Mario Party or something like that. That was the original names for every uh, channel segment I was going to have. And it turns out Minecraft just stuck. <laughs> so I didn't really go and do any other games. And let's, the, the channel Duds was already taken. So, I had to think of something else. Often people confuse duds with dudes, I noticed. Yeah, it's, it's not dudes. Yeah. I think when I saw your name first, I was thinking, is it duds or dudes? I was like, who would name themselves duds at first? That, <laughs> that, that was my first thought when I saw your name. Yeah. I was like, it's not, it can't be duds, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's how it would be pronounced. But yep, duds versus. Uh, there are people who use the phrase duds as like clothing so that's also a bit confusing because there's some clothing channels named duds Mm. and it's like nah we don't do that here (laughs) i thought i thought you were thinking hey dudes for a second no 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 no. shoes see and if i were to have the name dudes i would spell it d-u-u-d-s okay so (laughs) that's even more confusing Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i got my name yeah i didn't go with the versus part Imagine Jimbo Slice versus. Well, a lot of people read the VS as VS. They don't realize it's versus. Mm-hmm. And I thought about changing it to spell out the phrase versus. But then I also have people who see the phrase versus because it's not a very common word you see. Mm-hmm. And they have trouble reading that too. Oh, okay. So it's just like, ah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the versus is pretty unique. Yeah, I've never, never seen that on a title. Right, yeah. I enjoyed my name. I like it. I was actually known as Duds' AWOL for a long time when I first started, uh, mainly because, like I said, I was a Battlefield player, and 
a lot of the time I would just kind of like disappear. I'd go off on my own little adventure <laughs> in the game and people like, well, where's Duds? And I'm like, oh, he's AWOL again. Mm. I'm just out doing some crazy flanking maneuver that will probably get me killed. And uh, I ended up changing it because I didn't think it was a, uh, a well-perceived name because going AWOL is not necessarily a good thing. And I didn't want to kind of have that imagery with my name. So I went with Versus and it, it stuck. Yeah. Uh, I think we've answered those questions, right? Yep. I think that's all, all I got for my name. Well, thank you for that, MK Dogman and Lockon4. Those comments were from our Discord, and it's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take C3PO's word for it. Hello, interwebs. I'm C3PO, a member of the Withering Effect Discord, a great place to talk to fellow like-minded Minecrafters and to get to know the people from the show. Sometimes there are even puppy pictures. Don't delay. Join the Discord today. Link is in the show notes. Toodaloo! Duds made me say that. Thank you for the Discord ad, C3PO. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft boat. This week we asked you to choose between one of three biomes for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were Flower Forest, Taiga, and Ice Spikes. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Ice Spikes. Yay! <laughs> mm-hmm. The Ice Spikes had 27 votes, which isn't a lot. Not many voters this week. Yeah, and votes were down this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place was uh, Flower Forest and then Taiga with nine. Understandably, the Taiga did just get updated. A few things on the Ice Spikes. Ice Spikes Biome is a rare version of the Tundra Biome released in the 1.7 update. Its most distinguished feature is the massive spikes of, of packed ice called Ice Spikes. Mostly small, but some enormous, that dot the landscape. Mob spawns are similar to other frozen biomes, which provide the stray mob and the polar bear mob. The ice spikes biome has an abundant supply of packed ice and snow block resources. And the biome can also be referred to as the ice plain spikes biome. Came across that, didn't know that. Sounds weird saying it like that, to be honest. But yeah, that's all I got for the ice spikes biome. So ice spikes is exactly what it says it is. And... Like most of the time we do Mending Minecraft, I try to look for real-world examples to pull from, and Mojang does this also, except for when it comes to Ice Spikes biome. It's not like a real biome in the world. Mm -hmm. You can find relatively tall Ice Spikes in the real world, but for the most part, they're rather small, like one to two feet maximum, which already goes against Minecraft because a block is like three meters or something like that. Mm-hmm. It it was it, it was hard to come up with ways to improve it, so I decided to kind of go fantastical, as I'm going to say it. One, ice bikes generally aren't straight up in the world. They're very angular. They're like at a 45 to 60 degree angle. So let's have some angular ice bikes. That would be kind of cool. I also like the idea of bringing in some blue ice to these areas. Yeah. Mainly just to let people know they're around. I think we're getting that in uh, icebergs and glaciers and stuff like that. I think there's blue ice. Yes, you can get it in the uh, glacier biome. I think it's frozen ocean. Okay, so we have it there. Let's let's bring that over to this area. One of the other ideas I thought that could be kind of cool, since I was working on a shipwreck all week, is like, what if you could see shipwrecks frozen in the ice? Mm. I think that would be really cool, so I, I want that. Yeah. The other thing was, and I not I don't know how much this would mess the game up, but have you seen the pictures where people walk across a frozen lake and like it's glass? You can see all the way down to the bottom, like crystal clear. Yes, those are very cool. Now in Minecraft, that's a little bit of an issue because technically water blocks have like a pixel or two gap of air between the block that's on top of them. Mm-hmm. You can get the same effect if you have glass on the side of water and you'll get that clear effect. So I was thinking like, would it be an issue to drop ice, just the bottom section of ice down a pixel or two? So it sits 
in the water to maybe give that kind of cool effect where you don't have an air gap messing with the, your visuals and maybe that can create this clean, clear uh, view down. Yeah. I don't know how much that would mess up the game, so that, that might be a bit of a reach. A reach. I know when ice or water freezes, it does expand. Yes. So you think it would be a little bigger. Right. I get where making it expand sideways and vertically might be an issue, but going down, since we already have the a thing where like if a player crouches, if you look, they don't necessarily just shrink from the top up. They sink into the ground a tiny bit. So I was wondering if an ice block could technically do the same thing where it has those extra pixels, but it doesn't really interact with anything except for water. Hmm, okay. And then my final thing was, is in the fourth grade, I did a report on, I think it was, was it Neptune? And uh, I found out they have ice volcanoes there. Hmm. They're just spewing frozen ice all over the place. Hmm. And it's like, I want ice volcanoes in Minecraft. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think it was Neptune. Maybe it's one of the moons? No, I think it's straight up on the planet. On the planet? Oh, okay. I, I'm going to try to Google, so f- fill the void with speak. Yeah, there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of unique moons that have volcanic activity. I didn't know of any like icy ones. I know, you know, the further you are away from the sun, the, the colder the planet could get. Though, you know, the inner core of the planet, it normally is what heats it up. But yeah, didn't know about any ice volcanoes. I thought you meant, while reading the notes, ice volcano. I'm thinking you have lava coming out. Oh, but, no. Uh, that's, yeah, that's one of the things they're trying to patch, actually. Now, it looks like you're correct in that it's a Neptune's moon. Mm-hmm. Triton. Or Triton, ah, or how do you want to say it? Yeah, I think it is Triton. But yeah, it has a straight-up ice volcano. Okay. Or they call it cryo-volcanoes. Okay. And it kind of goes, spews into space, doesn't it? Yep. Okay. I've seen pictures. I didn't know it was like an ice they're shooting out. That's pretty cool. Thought it was actually on Neptune, but remember, I did this report in like fourth grade. How am I supposed to remember that far back? Yeah, I never thought about changing things in Minecraft like... Uh, similar to other places in our solar system, not just Earth, you know. Right, yeah. That's the great thing about Minecraft. It doesn't have to represent Earth all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different things in Minecraft that aren't similar to the Earth we live in. For example, Ice Spikes Biome. Yeah. There is no Ice Spikes Biome, which makes it uh, harder to change, especially with many Minecraft. Yeah, to look beyond this planet, there's probably Ice Spikes Biomes on Triton. When I want to put it out there, guys, there are ice spikes. Like, that's a real thing. But you don't see massive fields with ice spikes that are 150 feet tall. Right. You, you just don't see that. You can see broken part of glaciers that have uh, come ashore and they poke up and stuff like that. You see a lot of smaller ice spikes. It's a thing, but it's not a Minecraft thing. Like, it's not the same kind of... Because there yeah. will be people who will jump in our chat and be like, no, this is an ice spikes biome. It's like, y- yes, but not same. It's not one-to-one. Like, if you pull a plains biome in Minecraft and a plains biome in North America, yeah, they look identical. Mm. Yeah, I think what they're the other ice spikes people think of, what we see in real life are icicles, you know. <laughs> yeah. I have some on my roof, you know, in the wintertime. <laughs> but completely different. It comes That comes from above. I know... uh when water continuously drips on the ground and freezes, and it can make a spike-like formation. But yeah, there's there's not mountain-high spikes out there like there are in Minecraft. It was nice finding those biomes, though. They are really rare. It's hard to find. Yeah. But because we have the new frozen ocean with the glaciers, there's no real reason to go after a spike spi- or ice spikes biome. Because that's where originally you would get your packed ice. That's where it was. Mm-hmm. I remember playing on ice or uh, ice spikes on Xbox, <laughs> and uh, I found an ice spikes biome. And I was like, "Oh, great! You know, we could use this packed ice to move items." You know, because it's mm-hmm. you just didn't get it. I don't even think you can convert ice into packed ice at the time. But um, I you know I went there and I started farming the ice spikes, and they're like, 
you can't destroy the ice bikes biome. That's got to stay there. You know, I'm thinking, well, we need ice resources. You know, you need the packed ice resource, especially if you want to use redstone and move items. This is what you do. And uh, it was an issue at the time, but I kind of convinced them, let me, let me take a little bit of the ice out. You know, we, it'd be nice to get this packed ice from this biome. But now you don't have to. You can kind of leave the ice spikes alone and go for the glaciers. Well, and you can craft it now. Yeah. And like Carl built an ice farm towards the end of Ripple Effect that I love. It's a cool little farm. And I will be forcing him to build relatively early on next season. Because packed ice was a bit of an issue for me about halfway through the season. And I I had to go out to a glacier and I mined two glaciers all the way down. And that kind of held me out for two seasons. And I don't like doing that. I don't like going and tearing up terrain and stuff when I don't have to. Yeah, it depends how far it is away. That too. I'll go tear a glacier down if uh if I know no one's gonna be there and I could get it right now instead of waiting for the ice to freeze, you know, and then crafting it all. So it does help. And it saves the ice spike biome. Rare as it is. I you don't you don't see too many builds there at the ice spikes. No, I don't think you see a lot of builds in any of the snowy areas. Right. Because uh, snow is kind of a hassle on builds. Right. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the snowy areas either. Sorry, Carl, I'm moving in my chair. <laughs> For those of you who don't, 40-something minutes sitting in the exact same spot in the exact same distance away from the microphone to make sure you don't have sound and volume issues Starts to make your butt go a little numb. You you gotta wiggle around every once in a while. Yeah, I'm like all over the place. Yeah, sometimes I don't even look at the mic. That's when Carl, like, <laughs> hey Jimbo, can't hear you. You're getting further away. That that is one thing I want to do with our extended break. Is I've learned where my mic placement is now, and it's not supposed to be where it is now. It needs to be closer to my face, but my settings are so far off because I'm trying to get rid of like nose sounds and breathing sounds mm-hmm. so i need to tweak them a little bit so i can get the mic a little bit closer and you guys don't hear me breathing all the time so yeah but that's it for mending minecraft should we get into our main topic today sure our main topic is a mechanic in the game you feel should be revised and this came about because i was thinking last night about the whole villager system got revamped right like they changed almost every aspect of villager trading. And then we hear combat update is also getting this kind of revamp. So I was thinking, is there another game mechanic? Actually, I see you already have combat in your notes. Yeah, pretty vague, but uh, we can expand on that a little bit. They are looking at combat. Mm-hmm. I didn't have all night to think of things. You know, I do have another thing I would like to see revised, but... um. I figured I'd put combat in there. We could talk about it, but you got quite a few. Well, my big thing is it, all my stuff is one mechanic, and that hammock is like me, that mechanic. mechanic. Words, man. That hammock. <laughs> Get me a hammock. The mechanic of you have to travel somewhere to use something, and this goes to spawners, amethyst. And I threw in in portal frames. I threw that in there not for the same reason as spawners and amethyst, but amethyst is where this has really kind of got my goat, mm-hmm. put in Minecraft terms. Uh, the fact that you cannot pick these up and place them in a way to one efficient or to make a farm more efficient is about ridiculous to me. Uh, so I went ahead and threw spawners in there too. Honestly, I I do not see picking up spawners and moving them as overpowered. Really, the only thing that you're doing by moving spawners is getting rid of the difficulty of building a farm, if that makes sense. Okay. Because like if you're building a blaze spawner farm, there is a small chance of dying. But any player who's been playing the game for I don't know, a year will understand how to, one, disable the spawner, because it doesn't take a lot of resources and it's not super hard, and two, how to keep other things from spawning and killing you at the same time. Yeah. Could you imagine bringing a, a blaze spawner 
to the overworld. Done that. All you you you've done it. In uh Comicraft season two, we played oh, on okay. a custom map, and the custom map had custom spawners, and because it was a custom map, we didn't want to tear the terrain up to create farms for these spawners. So we turned silk touch spawners on where you could physically pick them up. And we had the rule of if you have a spawner farm, one, it has to be able to have an on-off switch. And two, you couldn't run more than two spawners in a farm at a time because if playing on a public server, you had people who like to take advantage of things and they'd go and they'd collect 12 spawners. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to put 12 spawners in one farm. It's like, no, you're going to kill the server. Stop. You, you don't need that. You live in a dirt hut, literally, and you just have a spawner farm. And that's the first thing people think about the issue being is just people massively taking advantage of yeah moving these spawners and i'm not saying there's not a downside to what i'm suggesting there is picking up spawners is a huge thing that would have to be thought about and not because of players like me or you who understand you should not have that many spawners running at one time that you're you're crashing the game you're going to hurt the fun for other people and everything like that i just kind of included it in there as one of these objects that people really would like to move but can't. The big thing is Amethyst, one, I, I don't see the point in not being able to pick it up. And two, I kind of like the idea of being able to mine in portal frames and not to necessarily move the in portal. I would be okay if you mine the in portal frame and you cannot recreate the in portal somewhere else. Like it just wouldn't work. I'd be okay with that, but it's such a cool block that you can't use anywhere. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I got to kind of go to it. All three of those examples. Exactly. Like I said, the main one was Amethyst, but I threw in spawners because as someone who has moved spawners before, it actually is really useful to be able to build one spawner grinder and just be able to change out the spawner for the thing you need. That was really cool. And I'd, I'd like to build within portal blocks. To me, it's the best end block, way better than purple. And I, and you can't build with it. <laughs> yeah. Ameth- building an amethyst farm seems, or the what is it? amethyst crystal farm, I guess you could say. Yeah. It, it's like a huge puzzle, you know. I guess mm-hmm. some might get enjoyment out of it. I could see that, you know, just the challenge, the, the puzzle you got to put together. But man, it's so like inconsistent and I don't know. I feel like it would be such a grind yeah. to knock this thing out. And there's no, you're not going to get a tutorial, you know. There's no way to make a tutorial because they're all different. Well, and the other big thing is because of how long they take to grow, mm-hmm. you have to basically AFK these things the entire time. Right. So now you're loading chunks of the world that could be taking uh, mob resources from somebody else and doing... and messing with what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to get a squid farm going, but your amethyst farm is next to an ocean, so now they can't use their thing because you have to waste all this time loading your thing because you couldn't pick these blocks up and move them to a better location to make a more efficient version of your farm. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty blocks. Yeah. But it's not worth all the AFK time. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like Most of them you find are in the ocean. You know, that's the easiest way to find them. You're taking up a lot of mob spawns. It's not a thing anymore. It's not going to be exposed. They're not going to be as exposed as they were before. You're still going to find a few exposed. Okay. But nowadays, nope, not a thing. That makes sense because the world is so much deeper. Mm-hmm. Easier to tuck them in that way. But it's also going to make them harder to find. <laughs> yeah. Now they've limited the resource even more. Mm-hmm. I guess we can go on with my mechanic. Yeah, what you got? One thing that I was thinking about, leads. I think uh, there could be so much more with leads. For one, I feel like they break way too easy. Yeah. I mean, if you got a lead on an animal, it's really hard to break, for one. For two, it, it would just be broken. You know, there wouldn't be a lead left. You know, it, it's a broken lead. It wouldn't even work in that case. So why? I don't know. It, it's very annoying. Annoying 
losing animals on a lead. Like, what's the point of having the lead if you're just going to, if it doesn't work half the time? Yeah. And I feel like they, you know, there's, you should be able to use them without the animals. You know, uh, we mentioned before, maybe tying them on different fence posts to have this. God, if you could do that, that would be such a game changer. I would love to be able to lead a lead to another fence post. Yes. You can do that with animals, you know, tie them up on the fence post, but that's the only other side there is. You know, you can't put a fence post to a fence post. Like, the best thing to do now is to get a chicken, bury it in the ground, and then attach the the lead to a post somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look that great. Yeah, it does move a little bit still in that sense. Mm-hmm. That gives you the effect of it, something being tied down. Yeah. And that's what we're looking for with uh, if we can get this mechanic. Yeah. It'd be tough to implement, but... Yeah? It's so good. Yeah, I wonder if it would cause lag. Probably everything causes lag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know it'd be used a good bit if you could do that. What was your other thing? Or do you still have more lead talk? No. Maybe different color leads. I could throw that out there. Yeah. It's not technically a mechanic for the lead. You know, just a retexture but uh combat let's talk a little bit about the combat we know jeb's working on it Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things we've talked about this might have been the last episode was the bows i know i mentioned you know let's get different type of bows you know why does everyone get the same looking bow let's make them a little bit more unique but besides that the mechanics of the bow how to use it um i mentioned we have this new target block and you have to shoot right in the middle of this target block to get like the full redstone output. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you can't. It's a random shot when you shoot a bow. So I feel like if you hold it at a certain spot, maybe let go at the right time, it should go where you're pointing at it. Yeah. Now, now you're going to get that, you know, the little drop. You know, the further you are, the more it's going to drop type of deal. But it should be more accurate. Well, and I was thinking about this too. And what could be a good way... To give an indicator is, you know how when you use your sword, you do the swipe, you get that little bar that goes across to let you know when you can do a full swipe again. Mm, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. When you draw back the bow, maybe have that little bar start filling up and you have to, as you're pulling it back, that bar fills up. And then the longer you hold it, that bar goes back down. So you want to get it when the bar goes all the way full. When it's all the way full, release, and that gives you the most accurate shot possible. And then when you're holding too long, you see the bar go down and you're at, your shot becomes less accurate. That's what you're talking about, right? And then it goes like all the way down and doesn't come back up. Yes. Once you're holding it too long. because Yep, you've got to now release the arrow and re-knock it. Right. I mentioned before, you know, I, I, I shoot a traditional bow in real life, and... uh you can't hold that. You're holding a lot of weight back when you pull yeah. that arrow back. And uh, you get more inaccurate the longer you hold it. it it's just, it's harder yeah. to hold. It wears on your shoulder. Though some people recommend, you know, when you pull back, take your time, look at your target, and then release. But sometimes you don't have that much time. You know, you only have a few seconds or, I mean, I don't know, it depends how long you can hold it, I guess. but. It definitely, it's definitely not as easy it is as it is in the game. Yeah. You just hold it back forever and get the same results. Well, I think when people think of bows and stuff, you think of compound bows, which are a lot easier on the shoulders. Yep. And uh, You can hold those for a decent amount of time. You still can't hold them forever. Yeah. They kind of let up a little bit. Once you get past a certain point, it's a lot easier to hold back with the compounds. Yeah. But my uh, second combat thing was uh shields i feel like shields should be looked at yeah as of right now they're all the same what you can put in breaking on it and mending yes you can yeah maybe give them a little bit more than that i don't know if that helps the mechanics but uh i don't know maybe it could be used for melee maybe if you have a round one there could be a throwable one you know maybe they have different uses for these shields yeah i've always wanted knockback on a shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. Maybe thorns. Thorns would be a good one. And like you said, different shield shapes would be cool. Mm-hmm. But we say that about all Minecraft armor, weapons, and tools. Yeah. 
just getting them to look a little bit different would be awesome. Yeah, everyone's got the same stuff. Yeah. I guess you could, like, put texture packs and stuff. Yeah, and that's always been Mojang's thing is, like, well, if you want custom-looking stuff, texture packs are easy enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not wrong. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, you have, I don't know, shields come in all kind of different shapes. I know Minecraft is square. You know, everything's square. Mm-hmm. And the shield is square. You know, it's kind of going to probably be difficult to have a standard shield shape in Minecraft. Uh, circle, you know, there's a bunch of circle shields. Like, uh, what's his name? Captain America. One thing you could do is because we can have banner, uh, banner patterns added to shields and stuff, maybe have the banner pattern affect the texture. Yeah. So I don't know how you would do it. That That's kind of an, an out there thing, but it might be a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you make it with iron and wood, you know, maybe a different resource in wood could make it look a little different. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with just that. Maybe a uh, diamond shield gives you uh, the ability to put thorns on it. Maybe a netherite gives you the ability to put knockback on it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I feel like knockback and thorns should be a shield only thing, you know, not. Yeah. Or, or. Allow me to put the shield on my back on top of the elytra. Like, wear the shield on the back. So if I get attacked from the back, I'm always covered, but I'm not getting the same effect as if I'm wearing a chest plate. Okay. I like that. The elytra could still technically work because the the shield's not blocking the wings from expanding or anything. And you're covered a little bit on your back. Not a lot, but... I mean, the thing is almost the size of the player itself. Yeah, and he kind of just puts it in his pocket. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make sense to toss that in your pocket. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, those are those are some mechanics I was looking at. But uh, we're over on time. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Obni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fadrock, Obeep, Stonefigure, and Vipress Tuna. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. The amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting with us. should probably go drink some milk now. Bye. See you guys.